You're listening to the One Small Bite Podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is your host, David Orozco, and I'm really excited to bring you episode number 36, the top five hydration hacks. And I'm really excited, folks, because I'm going to bring to you today just exactly that. I'm going to chop some diet myths here. We're going to learn how to really fuel that body. And of course, some great ideas on how to nourish that soul. You know, I bring in some interesting aspects to all of this. And, you know, one of the things that I try really hard to do is really help people build a more positive relationship to their bodies, to food, and, you know, make peace with food. So, all right, so how do we do that? Well, you know, if you're wondering, well, could I get a little help? Well, my practice, TD Wellness, has just what it takes. If you're interested, we have online virtual consults that we do at almost no cost. Most insurance plans are going to cover it for you. So if you're going to listen to this podcast today and say, okay, well, how do I apply some of these hydration hacks? Because, you know, I've tried and, uh, you know, it just doesn't work out for me. That's what we're here for. Go to my website, tdwellness.com, click on contact us, and let's set something up. Maybe it's just a 15-minute chat and we can kind of talk about it. You know what? Your insurance will probably cover nutrition services, so yeah, pay uh, pay us a little visit and visit our website and let's get some uh, something started so we can finally get that uh, piece back into your life a little bit. All right, so let's get started. You know, I, I, I want to start out with w- why I decided to make this episode. I was I was hiking with my buddies this past weekend, and it's so funny because I was telling them, hey, guys, you know, I'm going to totally talk about our hiking trip this weekend on my podcast episode. I love hiking. I mean, I've been doing it since I was 10, 11 years old when I was in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, and it was so funny because nobody in my family hiked or Boy Scout or there was there was nobody in there. And so I really love the outdoors. I really love being in the fresh air. And to me, being out with my buds, you know, having a great hiking trip, camping out in a fire, you know, it's just listening to all those night sounds, the frogs, the crickets, the birds, the wind, even if it rains and it's miserable when it rains, it's also fantastic. It's just it's so rewarding. It's, you know, it's such a great feat. So I was hiking with the guys and, you know, it's summertime. So I'm recording this in June. And so it's summertime. And and we usually don't hike in the summertime for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's hot. And number two, there's a ton of bugs. But we wanted to get out. We have had the itch, you know, and coronavirus, quarantine, and, you know, this uh, staying at home and being socially distant 
or physical distance is tough, right? So there's a great idea, uh, or this is a great idea, is to get out and go on a hike and go on a camping trip because you do. You you really don't interact with a whole lot of people, so you're physically distancing. You know, you're with people that you know and trust and and have a good connection with. So it's pretty safe, right? So we were on a big hike. It was a 16.5-mile hike. We were at Gorges State Park in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, we've done things like the Appalachian Trail, and we've done other hikes hikes in the Blue Ridge, um, uh, Smokies, uh, um, Natnahela, and so other um, national parks and recreation areas. And so we did this one hike, and, and we went from Lake Jacassi. We looped around um, over to Auger Trail, the Foothills Trail, Auger Trail, and then back down to our car. So we did a nice loop. It was 16.5 miles. But it was great. Now, the, the, the point of this, I was walking, and we were, we were drinking a lot of water. I mean, we were hot. It was just really, really hot. And there were some serious inclines. We would do anywhere from 8 to 1,000 foot elevation changes. We would do five or six miles long. So it, it was quite about, you know, you're humping a 50 or 60 pound pack on your back. You got your food, you got your hydration, right? So you're sweating, really, you're sweating a lot and that stuff evaporates fast. And, and so you got to drink a lot of water, right? You got to keep your body from overheating. And so I started thinking about, all right, you know, I've talked to a lot of clients about hydration and there's all this hype and media and information about how much water we should consume and how we should stay hydrated. And some people say eight glasses, some people say a gallon. So it made me think, you know what? It probably would be a good idea now that it's summertime to start talking about hydration. What can we do to stay hydrated but do it well? So what I want to do and start off with first is some, um, you know, I want to debunk some myths that are out there. Um, I think it's important to understand that uh, you're, you know, eight glasses of water a day, that's not really scientific. There was a research that came out in 1945 by the U.S. Food and Nutrition Board that said we should drink 2.5 liters of water a day, which is about 85 ounces of water. But what we did is ignore the following information, which said most of the quantity of that water is going to be coming from either prepared food or from food that we get. You know, I think that that's really important to understand because, you know, that rule has been around for a while and it's been shocking. And so, you know, it creates this idea of, oh, I've got to have more water. But quite honestly, that those uh, eight glasses of water that, that's just not real science. Um, another myth that um, was interesting about the hydration is that we have to consume a gallon of water a day. Now, that comes from the fitness industry where we see some of these guys carrying, you know, carrying around this jug of, of water and personal trainers might say to you, oh, you got to make sure you drink quite a bit amount of water. Now, they have really good intentions. You know, we do sweat a lot, and so it's really important. But what you don't realize is when you drink that much water, you are pushing out a lot of the good along with the bad. So you're pushing out way more electrolytes because the more you sweat, the more you pee, the more you lose more water, 
the more um, uh, electrolytes you're going to need. So that creates an imbalance in your body, and so that's not healthy for us. Okay. Here's another uh, point that's interesting. In 2011, um, a researcher by the name of Margaret McCarthy published in the British Medical Journal that uh, she discovered that a hydration advocacy group in Europe called the Hydration for Health was actually sponsored by a food giant. Anybody know Dannon, the yogurt company? Well, they also have um, other products like Evian water and other bottled waters. So it was a way to get people to drink more water on a regular basis. And, you, you know, you also see it quite a bit in uh, recommendations from other experts on how it makes your skin look healthier or wrinkle-free or benefit your kidney function or clean out your toxins or you may feel more energetic. Well, you know, just the research is not there on that. It's not really about that. You know, getting enough water is important. Getting enough hydration is important. But it's also important that you get it from the food that you eat. Okay, so here are my five hydration tacks that, excuse me, hydration hacks. That is a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Um, that I think can be really helpful for you to take away. Okay, number one, you can get more water from the food that you eat than from the water you drink. Now, let me clarify that. Number one is Fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, uh, let, let's back up a little bit because I said something here that's really, really important. You get more water from the food that you eat than from the water that you drink. Now, let's be clear. You definitely are going to get more water when you drink more water. You just cannot possibly get the same volume of water from food that you can from actual water but or liquid. But water or liquid... It can be anywhere from 100% to somewhere around 85% water. It, too, is a diuretic. It, it's going to make you want to pee. So if you're drinking a lot, you're going to pee through it quite a bit because your body doesn't have the ability to absorb that water nearly as fast. So it's important to understand that if we have more fresh fruits and vegetables in our diet, what we do is we have a better absorption rate of the water that's trapped in that food. Because our body can deassemble those fibers and those components through enzymes and the microbes that are in our gut. And so the water is slowly moving through your gut. In fact, if you drink, if you eat too many vegetables, it'll move too slowly. But the idea is, is that you absorb more of that water more readily. So it draws in more water into your body. And so it's beneficial to get more fresh and fruit more fresh fruits and vegetables. When I was on my hiking trip, I made sure to pack some oranges and some blueberries, even though I was out for three days, but stuff that will hold for quite a bit. So there was a good amount of water, and and I wasn't just relying on my hydration pack. So how do we do this? Well, one of the things that I do is tell people, look, keep it simple, right? Kiss, kiss philosophy here. All you have to do is add one fruit or vegetable to one meal in the day, right? It's about that one small bite. All right, so remember, fresh fruit and vegetables, the more often you get them, the greater the likelihood that you'll stay a little bit more hydrated throughout the day. Now, I'm not going to kid you. It's important to also look at other foods. There are other foods that are high water volume. So this is number two, consume higher water volume foods. Now, this is important because over the last, I would say, 40 years, 
We've been on this low-carb craze for a long time, and this does two things. It really minimizes the number of high-water volume foods like rice, pasta, potatoes, and starchy vegetables like corn and beans. And so what happens is, is we're depleting ourselves of some water. So we're going to have to drink more water, right? Well, we just cannot keep up with the need from water from food, from, from, uh, from just the water that we drink on a regular basis. So yeah, rice, pasta, starchy uh, vegetables like potatoes, I am telling you to consume those. It, it, it's creating a need to get some more water. And so, well, it's not creating a need. It's helping you solve that need to get more water. Which is also interesting because at the same time that we're having high water, uh, excuse me, a high protein diet or a high fat diet, we're also decreasing the amount of water we're consuming. But at the same time, protein, for example, requires a high amount of water. And so it has a dehydrating component to it. Too much protein increases the likelihood of more acid. We need more water. So our kidneys and our lungs can filter that acid through our body. That's the delicate acid base balance that's in our body. So how do we do this? Well, you know what? If you're scared of carbohydrates, you think that that's going to make you gain weight. I get it. I understand. It doesn't, folks. It really doesn't. So Go into it easy, you know, start off maybe in the morning, have a nice oatmeal, because what are you going to do with oatmeal? You're going to add water or milk to it. And so that reconstitutes, okay, a high water volume food. Or maybe for lunch, you have something with rice. And then, okay, at night, then what you could do is have fruit, vegetables, and a protein. So this way, you're getting some more water in a different way, right? So great way to balance things out if you're a little scared. Quite honestly, I think you should have carbohydrates in each meal because without carbohydrates, you just won't feel satisfied on a regular basis. You're going to see those cravings kick in more and more, and that's just not intuitive eating. All right, so um, one way of doing that, again, like I said, breakfast or lunch, just pick one meal. Number three, we do not need a gallon of water a day. You know what? Go and buy yourself a water container, a water bottle, and it doesn't have to be a liter or two liters. You know what? A 20-ounce, 24-ounce container is enough, and you drink a couple of those a day. That's more than enough. You know, 20 liters times two is 40 liters, excuse me, 20 liters, 20 ounces times two is 40 ounces. Boy, I'm really thinking way too much here, right? No, 20 ounces, folks, not 40, not 20 liters, 20 ounces, two bottles a day. It's really hard to try to get more than two uh, liters of water a day. It's just really, really hard. Not only that, but you're going to go to bathroom quite a bit if you drink that much water. So it's really just not healthy for us to drink that much water. So just get a small container of water. You can even do it. I have it in my office. You can even do your coffee glass. I, I usually have my coffee or my tea glass and I fill it up with water. And by the way, that's another thing. Coffee and tea, it does include water. And so that is a way of getting some more water. But I am not talking about juices, diet sodas, or um, other sugary beverages or alcohol, because there is way too many calories that can be consumed really easily through these liquids. So I'm actually talking about just sticking with regular 
water or maybe a tea. Coffee in the morning would be okay.、Um, all right, so let's get to then number four, and that is all right. Well, David, I get the complaint because I was just talking about it. All right, and that is I get tired of drinking water. I get it. You know, water is a little boring. I mean, I get. A little tired of drinking water, and and so you, we've been seeing quite a bit of these carbonated waters. Now they're okay; they're 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 a great substitute. We just don't know enough of them right now. So if you're consuming a lot of them because you're thinking, oh well, you know, at least I'm avoiding you know drinking soda, but then you're consuming three or four cans of these carbonated waters. Ah,、eh, not so good. I can tell you right now that too much of that carbonation can really disrupt your digestive system. So you got to be really really careful with how much you can. Consume, right. So one idea is,、uh, and again, and this is number four, is maybe infuse your water. Take that water jug that I was telling you in number three, and chop up some lemon in it. Put some lemon wedges in it, and then this way you fill up your water, and you got a little bit of flavor in it. Maybe it's not lemon. Maybe you can do strawberries, or maybe you can do cucumbers. And one day you do、uh, another vegetable or another fruit. You know, give it a try and give it some infusion. In Mexico, they do that. It's called agua frescas, and so I love that term because it's fresh water, right? It's kind of like refreshing, right? But it doesn't add all of these sugars and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, agua frescas do have some sugar and some recipes.、Um, but the point that I'm getting to is, you can do some nice infusions. All right, and here is my fifth idea, and I, I really like this one a lot because we often forget about this, but this is great for this time of year, the summer, and that is make some popsicles, make some homemade popsicles. Maybe take your favorite uh, uh, beverage, uh, like an unsweetened tea, and、uh, have that. As、um, a popsicle, well, maybe it doesn't have to be unsweetened too. You can add a little bit of sugar to it, right? But you can control the amount of sugar this way, then, right? So you got a nice、uh, frozen popsicle. That's a great way to get some water as well, and it slows you down, and it makes you have some fun with it, right? And you can do it with your kids. My daughter loves. The other day, she made with with me. She、uh, <laughs> we had some leftover pickle juice, and she said, "Oh, let's freeze that." And I was like, "Oh boy, I don't know about this." But so we froze it, and yeah, it, it just wasn't good. But you know what? It was fun. She got to experiment, and that was the best part, right? So that's what I'm saying. Have fun with it. Experiment. See what you could make with some frozen popsicles. You know, and again, keep it simple. You know, you want to just enjoy this, and so have fun with this, right? Remember, you want to stay hydrated, but you don't want to overhydrate. All right, so. It goes back to my thinking about my hiking trip. You know, one of the things that I needed to do is make sure I plan and pack the things that I needed. This is no different in life. You want to plan your day, kind of like you plan your hiking trip or your vacation or your camping trip or your outing or something. You know what? That's what we want to do on a regular basis: to think through these things so that we're not caught off guard. But remember. We've got these five hacks. Let me let me go through them again. More fresh fruits and vegetables. Number two, high water volume foods like rice and pasta and potatoes, beans or legumes,、um, and then、uh, corn. So beans; these are all high water volume foods. And remember, you can get a water bottle, two twenty ounces a day, forty ounces. That may be good. And then number four, maybe do some water infusion. And then number five, maybe take those infusions and make popsicles out of them. Really cool ideas, really fun ideas. So remember, you got some simple ways of doing that. Just choose one. 
I gave you five, but your task is just choose one and get really good at it. If that's what you need to get yourself hydrated in a way that you're not going to the bathroom so often, then this is what you need to do is just focus on that one. All right, folks, I hope you enjoy this topic. I hope you enjoyed some of those ideas. I'd love to hear from you. You know what? Get a chance When you get a chance, go to my website, tdwellness.com, contact us. Let me know what you think about this episode. And if you like this episode, do me a favor. Go to your um, Apple podcast or your Google podcast and send it over to someone. Maybe drop a review in the review section as well. I'd love to get those reviews. You know, the more reviews I get, the better I can get my podcast out to people who can really use uh, some good information. So I'd love for you to do that. I really appreciate it if you would. That would be fantastic. And remember, my podcast is brought to you today by my practice, TD Wellness. And I really hope that some of this information has really helped, um, you know, give you some insight and And more importantly, you know what? Chop that diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. All right, folks, I look forward to doing these again for you, and I'm so excited that we're in the summer, and uh, you know what? Coronavirus, we'll get through all of this. Just some simple things that we can do. So remember, stay hydrated today. I love you guys a lot. I really appreciate you for listening in, and yeah, let me know how it goes. All right, folks, I'll see you soon. Take care now.